New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey everyone, this is Joseph here, Dr. Joseph now, kind of crazy to think about, but anyways, Dr. Joseph here, uh, and I am sharing with you guys today um, about Genesis 48, uh, verses 1 through 14, and we are in uh, day 19 of our Bible reading. So I'm so excited to be able to be here with you uh, to do this and to uh, to talk through this with you. So Let's read this. I'm reading out of the uh, New International Version. Sometime later, Joseph was told, Your father is ill. So he took his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, along with him. When Jacob was told, Your son Joseph has come to you, Israel rallied his strength and sat up on the bed. Joseph said, Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the can- land of Canaan. And there he blessed me and said to me, I'm going to make you fruitful and will increase your numbers. I will make you community of peoples and I will give you this land as an everlasting possession to your descendants after you. Now then, your two sons born to you in Egypt before I came to you here will be reckoned as mine. Ephraim and Manasseh will be mine, just as Reuben and Simeon are mine. Any children born to you after them will be yours in the territory they inherit they will be reckoned under the names of their brothers. As I was returning from Padan, to my sorrow Rachel died in the land of Canaan while we were still on the way, a little distance from Ephrath. So I buried her there beside the road to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. When Israel saw the sons of Joseph, he asked, Who are these? They are the sons God has given me here, Joseph said to his father. Then Israel said, Bring them to me so I may bless them. Now Israel's eyes were failing because of old age, and he could hardly see. So Joseph brought his sons close to him, and his father kissed them and embraced them. Israel said to Joseph, I never expected to see your face again, and now God has allowed me to see your children too. Then Joseph removed them from Israel's knees and bowed down with his face to the ground. And Joseph took both of them, Ephraim on his right towards Israel's left hand, and Manasseh on his left towards Israel's right hand and brought them close to him. But Israel reached out his right hand and put it on Ephraim's head, though he was the younger, and crossing his arms, he put his left hand on Manasseh's head, even though Manasseh was the firstborn. Let me just uh, give you just a few quick comments just to, to think about in this. You know, this is really an interesting story because you're seeing Joseph, uh, he's there towards the end of Jacob's life, and he's, he's wanting to uh, position himself. He's wanting to position, really, his children to receive uh, the blessing of God. And, and I think about this as I read this. You know, sometimes we, we want to run the corporate ladder. We, we want to try and position ourselves for the blessing of God. And yet, we're going to see how God has a different plan. He's got a different purpose in mind. Now, when we first come to the story, what do we see? Well, Jacob was in bed, and yet Israel rallied his strength. Now, those are not two separate people. Jacob was the name of uh, of his her, his earthly 
father Israel was the name given to him by by God. That was a, a, a name of promise. That was a name of covenant. And then Jacob, what does he do? He reflects upon the, the covenant that God had, had given him in, in Genesis 48, 3, uh, 3 through 4. But then he comes as well. We see this amazing thing that happens in verse 5 whenever he says that your sons are going to be reckoned as mine. What was that a statement of? That was a statement of adoption. A statement of adoption. What a, what a powerful picture that we see here of the adoption of the Lord. And that's a beautiful picture as well of what happens in salvation. We are adopted into God's family. And, and so here we have, we have this, this beautiful picture that's happening of salvation with adoption. We have uh, Ephraim there. Ephraim's name means fruitful. And then we have Manasseh. Manasseh, who is the firstborn, his name is Forget. And so we have these two things that are that are pictures even in Joseph's life. And, and so we, we kind of stop and we think about uh, think about these things and think about what uh, what was happening here in the story is that Joseph took his sons and and he was ready to receive the blessing. Uh, one of the things that was known about uh, during these times is that at the at the end of uh, a patriarch's life, the the blessings that they would give were, were considered binding. And so we hear, here we have Jacob, some of Jacob's last words that he's giving. And so these words would have been binding. So Joseph wanted to make sure that his firstborn son would, would receive the blessing from, from Jacob as it was the natural order. And yet here we have where Jacob, whenever he reaches out, he puts his, his right hand, the hand of blessing, he puts that on Ephraim's head and he crosses his hand over and he puts uh, puts his other hand, his left hand, on Manasseh's head. And let me just kind of give you three quick things just to see right here uh, from, from all these passages. First, we have the promise of blessing. Jacob looked back on his life, and he could see the blessing of God. What a powerful truth that that was. He could see God's covenant at, at work, even through all these things. Because why? Because God's covenant, the, the powerful work, the one that he loved was, was with Rachel. And, and so Rachel, Rachel's son of Joseph and Benjamin, I mean, those were promised to be now the, the, the children of God. And so what a powerful picture that was. So we see God's blessing continuing on through his people. But we also see the promise of adoption, right? That uh, the Joseph's sons, they were reckoned as Jacob's. And we even see this later as they're part of the 12 tribes of Israel. But then we also see the promise of grace, the promise of grace. You know, Jacob experienced the, the same thing in his life in that, you know, Jacob, he, uh, he, he basically, he was able to receive the birthright blessing of Esau. Now, we, we would look back, we kind of say, man, he, he got it deceitfully, but he still received that. And yet God's grace was still at hand. And God, God blessed the the younger, the lesser, before he blessed uh, the firstborn. And, and what a powerful picture that is in that, you know, so often we, we look at our world and we say, you know, there's a certain way, there's a certain things that ought to be done. There's certain people that ought to receive God's grace, and yet that's not true. We see often that it's the lesser, it's the poor in righteousness. They are the ones that they are to receive grace. It is, is the ones that 
are not coming with resumes. They're they're coming seeking the Lord, and they're coming with a heart in that way. And I think about 1 Corinthians 1.18. It says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us being saved, it is the power of God. And so we're able to see right here in this passage, we're able to see God's grace at hand. God's grace was going to continue on to be used to, to bless God's people in this way. So thank you so much for listening. Once again, you see those three things, the promise of blessing. Jacob, Israel reflected on his life. We see the promise of adoption, that, uh, that Joseph's kids, they were reckoned as his. And then we see the promises of God's grace, even, even to those that, and we see it even more, more to those that are not looking for deserving, but really the undeserved. And what a powerful truth that, that is for us to carry today. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you, God, Lord, that you weren't looking to me through my merits or anything like that for your grace to be bestowed. God, it was purely out of your love that you have for us. What a great truth to carry with you today. Thank you so much again. We'll see you next. Uh, see you tomorrow as we, we dig into uh, day 20 uh, of our reading plan. See you back then. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.